Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome back to Man Baggage, part two of a discussion about organisation in two distinct parts that you can organise in your podcast application, please. I'm joined by Neve Spencer and Aldo Kane. So, Aldo, what are you like at being spontaneous, Aldo? What are you like? Yeah, I'm a mega. Like, tomorrow we drive to Scotland. We just decided today that we're going to do that. We're going to pick up my dog. You know, like, I'm organised with lots of things and I'm incredibly spontaneous with almost everything else in my life. You know, like, when they, when they do these psychometric testing and they say well you're a risk taker you're likely to take drugs you're likely to have unprotected sex you're likely to do you know like all of these sort of things what a they, night out that would uh, be yeah all in one night but, um, on. but yeah you know that that you know that sort of thing is if you're organized in, in your general everyday life is organized you can take these bigger risks and you can take these fuck it let's go here let's go do this if you're so like smashed by work and deadlines and you're just a shit show with everything in your life and you can't do that you're never able to lift your head above the parapet and see what's out there mm. and see like what opportunities then for me you know the big part about being spontaneous is just about having time time is time is more valuable than money time is you know the biggest thing that most people don't have and that time is what allows you to be spontaneous because when you're grafting 15 hour mm. days at a factory like you don't have time to be spontaneous you're just mm. like you, you barely have time to be organized and if you want to have a hobby then you better be organized because because you're never going to fit it in i mean i don't want to get a violin out that could be shattered with a toffee hammer but <laughs> i do a dream job i'm doing my hobby for a living and lead, leading a very privileged existence but basically i have no more or less no light at all i don't see friends I don't go because stand-up is all consuming yeah. yes i'm not in a factory but i've done i was adding it up 17 hours traveling in the last 48 hours and i've slept for for probably 14 of those it's been crazy. Um, so women are more organized when shopping. Research shows that women spend five times as long as men, five days, choosing a new outfit for a special occasion. Men, on average, will only devote a day to the task. I'm surprised it's a day. It's mostly yeah. open the wardrobe, what, what'll do. So no surprises there, but women spend more time 
preparing and organizing going out. So that's interesting. I'll be checking with you, Neve, if that's the case. But the findings mm. from the Scottish Widows Preparation Nation, which isn't as uh, solemn as it sounds, it's an insurance company. It's not like women whose husbands are dead going out. Um, that campaign revealed that women spend more time preparing to go out shopping and doing domestic duty. So I wonder, Neve, does it flip on your, its head when it's a social occasion? Are you all over that, planning your outfit days in advance? Or are you just as kind of grab a shoe on the way out and hope it matches the other one? No, I am very organised when it comes to my nights out and, and also very organised, yeah, when it comes to a lot of the domestic things in the house. Um, I'll always do a better food shop. It, it's always going to happen that way. Um, I, I write lists. So there are certain areas where I'm certainly far, far better in the household at certain things. And I think it comes down to women and multitasking again. Plus, we plan ahead, right? So I know what's happening tomorrow, the next day, next week. I'm in charge of the diary in the house. I know this sounds so sexy. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm in charge of the diary in the house. And I don't, I'm, I'm obviously being sarcastic here. <laughs> yeah. And he, my husband just kind of will go, what are we doing on such and such day? And I'll say, you're allowed to go out. Um, but the thing is that there are, yeah, when it comes to a night out, God, yeah. I mean, I'll be getting ready like hours in advance, but my husband... Mm. He'll be not even dressed as I'm walking out the door and he'll run upstairs, chuck something on and he looks like Clark Kent being King Superman. What about you, Alda? Are you like, oh, I'm almost ready. Oh, wait a minute. And then you put some woad on or something so you can blend in all bar one. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> some links. I need my wood. Le- my party wood. Links, links Africa. <laughs> um, you just create a mist of links Africa and then disappear. Yeah, How does he do it? Where's he gone? Pressed into the ceiling like that. <laughs> I, I never, like, even if, even if I'm doing, like, going out to a big thing, I, I don't spend a lot of time planning for it. Number one, because I know that I don't have a magic wand. Literally, this is it, and this is all that I'm, you know, that you're going to get. That's it. <laughs> so a bit of wet look, brill cream, and links, and I'm good to go. But um, I think a lot of it's about not being into stereotypes or like pigeonholed because, like, with all of yep. this conversation that we're having, you know, you could. It's very easy for for a, a bloke to pigeonhole himself into that mm-hmm. thing that he's like, I'm organised. I'm out the door early. I'm this. I'm that. And these are all the good things that they see about themselves, but they don't see that you know it's it's much better to be strict with yourself and tolerant of other people like that's basic 101 of like living in the same house as someone else so i think like i think we we probably all suffer from a bit of like we're mega and we're the best at what we're doing but actually we're a bit shit at lots of things in an organized way <laughs> totally agree but totally agree but sadly when these things get measured they go against the lefty inclinations of people like me because I want these surveys to come back and go, there's no truth in it. It's about half and half, but time and time again. And as time goes on more so, no matter how much equality and feminism and gender fluidity we achieve, there's something entrenched. For example, have a look at this belter. Now, I know I'm weird and I'm the exception, but what's the point of exceptions? We're trying to trade in things that will help people listening to this, hopefully a large audience of people. Men leave things to the last minute on holiday. A poll of 2,000 adults by Rescue Remedy found the stereotype of men leaving things to the last minute is in fact true. The study found that men have a last minute rush before a holiday while women are more organised. I mean, that is depressing. That wasn't taken in like 1870 or 1970. That's a recent survey. That makes so much sense. That makes so much sense because, again, like 
My husband doesn't know what to wear. He doesn't know what the plan is on holiday. You know, he's like, where are we going? Do I need something smart? Do I need shiny shoes? You know, what's the situation here? So yeah, absolutely. I think men do just, it's it's very like, it's right on the edge of when we're about to go that he'll suddenly engage like, whoa, okay, right. we got to go. Do you pack the week before, Aldo? Do you pack the week before? So I, I can easily be doing like five countries, big expeditions back to back and have all my kit in a van that I've packed for the next like three months that's sat at Heathrow. So I need to be like organized with that sort of shit. But I go by the rule of threes. I know I need three of everything. I wash the rest. That's it. Like it's super simple. No oh my God. fannying around, like three t-shirts, oh. three jeans. Like it's oh my God. Easy. I, easy. I hit 32 kgs on a weekend break without trying. <laughs> without, I've got supplements. I've got a fiber supplement. I've got protein, protein bars. I've got resistance bands, gloves in case the gym's closed. <laughs> like I take all that st- stuff, but I'm- But three. I'm, three but resistance but bands, three gloves. That's the, yeah. <laughs> three one, one for each of my hands. Um, three shoes. A three of every shoes. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you get a different combo every night. <laughs> um, so what? Okay. Well, here's a really is a, this really is a test of question for both of you. Do you keep all your tickets and details in a popper folder? Because <laughs> that, to me, I fucking love looking in my bag, seeing the passports, ideally in age ascending order, boarding passes inside, visas, vaccination certificates possible tickets to attractions all organized i've just oh. become i've just become super blasé with traveling to the point where like i know roughly where my passport is and the visa and i also know that you can pretty much buy yourself out of of the shit anywhere you are like you can mm, sort exactly. i do you know what i in the back of my head i just have this overriding confidence that i can probably get out of the situation if i need to and, and so so i kind of know where everything is and, and I'm organized with that, but it's not like I'm not sat panicking and in the, you know, checking in the taxi, then checking, you know, it's just like, I'll, I'll, even, I'll, even, pack, I'll even pack a bag two days before with the passport in it. I won't check that no. again until oh, I get to the desk. Yeah. Are you joking? Wow. That's that, you are addicted to danger. I would rather <laughs> leap into that volcano with you <laughs> than, not, than not do a passport. Neve, pop a folder, yes or no? The husband packs it, he puts it together, but interestingly, I am the one that's supposed to be in charge of it when we leave for the airport. I'm the one who has it in my bum bag. It's me in my 80s bum bag. He won't take responsibility of it, he's too afraid. So that's an interesting one. He packs it though, but it's it's me, I'm in charge of it. So it's sort of like a a sort of monarch prime minister relationship between you two, isn't it? Yeah, it's great, it's going (laughs) Someone looks like they have the power, but in fact they have none. Yes, (laughs) this is is the secret to a good marriage, Russell. (laughs) It's not a secret, I fucking know it. Um, So, okay, let me put you both on exactly the type of holiday I've just been on with my daughter. It's a city break in a warm town, so the, the ability to sit by the pool and do fuck all each day, but there's a tempting amount of museums and interesting shit around you. How far in advance... If it's a seven-day break, Neve, do you think, right, we'll do the water park on day four. That's only a 20-minute taxi out of town. There's the museum the kids will love on day three. Or do you just get there and think, let's see, what, let's plan it day by day. Or do you, a couple of days in advance, know what's happening? Get there, take it all in, see what the weather's like, and then, and then plan. Hell. 
Aldo. <laughs> just vibe it out. Oh um, my god. If it, <laughs> we'll get thing. There'll be no there'll be no tickets. I hope you like the hotel, because that's where you'll both be staying in Pixar. Yeah, and that, and now we just spend quarantine in the hotel anyway, you're not leaving. Yeah, true. There is um that. I I'd like it depends where I'm going and how long I've got there. Like on the way back from um Oz on the job last year, two years ago, sorry, we were down working in a volcano there and we came back and I had exactly eight hours in Melbourne and I managed to get out and pick up a ticket and get to the Melbourne Gold Cup races. Like that was, I guess that was just an example of like being organized. And then there's other times where I'll completely miss the boat and miss everything then sit in a pub for three days and get pissed. But that's also good. Yeah, that is not something I would say no to at the moment. <laughs> okay, let's move. I know we've talked a bit about what we all do in work, but there's some interesting facts and figures here. There are stereotypes that are de- seem to be depressingly playing out in the workplace as well. Men are more financially organised overall. I didn't do the survey, ladies. Don't troll me. The only aspect of their lives where women lag behind men is running their finances. Now, we could easily argue this is because of the pressure are, are on women and they're not given the um, opportunities and respect when they're younger has made them that way. You could easily argue that, of course. In most areas, women spend less time researching and buying financial products and even spend 15 minutes less each week just reviewing where they are financially. When Lindsay was pregnant, I compared eight different breast pumps online on Amazon and, and read the reviews. I wasn't going to get a shit breast pump because I was so in charge of the routine. We, obviously, she needed to be milked regularly and I was going to run that shit. <laughs> That's how organised I am. I check the reviews. I check value for money. I've got a witch subscription. I want to know which tumble dryer gets the best review in the under £500 mark and what its energy rating is. I want to fucking know. Neve. Are you the dream man? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? No, um, honestly, I don't know anything about our... This is what's so weird. is I'm, I might think I wear the trousers, but I have no idea what's going on with our finances. Like, I just hand all that over to Hubby. He's the one who knows about whether we're going to remortgage or not mortgage or... It's crazy, isn't it? 2021, you're saying that sentence. Don't you yeah. find it crazy that we're agreeing on this in 2021? I'm that stereotype. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. 
No, but it statistically seems to be broadly true. I mean, Lindsay, all the time I say, right, we'll need a new, I don't know, a set of cat bowls. This is a live, a live situation. We've got a kitten. A set of cat bowls. And Lindsay goes, that one's look good. I've ordered them. And it's like two-star reviews, three pounds delivery. It's like, just read down the page. Yeah. They're shite. If you'd scrolled down, there was one for a fiver on Prime next. I mean, just, re- Why? Aldo, what are you like? Yeah, I, I find it like with the, with the financial stuff, all of it is like we learn from our parents. You know, you don't, you don't go and True. you don't get taught at school. You don't get taught fucking anything useful, in my opinion, at school that serves you in later life other than how no. to pass tests. And, you know, finances should be one that everyone gets. And, and, yep. and we're not talking about like back in the old days, how to write a check and how to write a letter to the bank. It's like, what matters? Where do you put money? How do you get interest, compound interest? How do you buy a house? Like, what's the mortgage? How long does the mortgage last? You know, all this shit. And, you know, for, for years, that's, you know, you learn from your parents. And if your parents were shit at it, then you're probably statistically going to be shit at it. Um, mm-hmm. And if your mum didn't do any of the finances in your house uh, as a female, then you're probably not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think we've we've got a lot to thank or not thank our parents and society generally for and also finance is pretty lousy uninteresting subject but important and and also i mean sadly the statistics say that men being more obsessed with the finances doesn't help them no. in the mental health sphere in fact when we look at what's gone wrong with some of the high profile people we've lost in in recent years it normally is men focusing too much on their own financial organization or, or lack of or what they wish they had and didn't so it's not necessarily a good thing no. to be obsessed mm. with organizing your finances sometimes a lighter touch can be a safer way to play it but like you say you know mm. like by tr- trying to as a bloke there's this innate obsession with trying to control everything and be this like alpha male masculine sort yeah. of figure yeah. you know whether you're father or brother or whatever but ultimately there is you know out of a hundred there are about three things that you have dominion or control over you know control those and do those things well fuck everything else off because that is just going to that's just noise everything else that's out with your square meter of sort of responsibility is just noise it doesn't matter and it's not going to help you i think a lot of men are thinking right what are those three things i know mine is masturbation beer and films i'm in charge how many films i watch how much beer i drink and how often i masturbate that's it and you can and you can do those three things at the same time (laughs) (laughs) particularly if it's terminator 3 where the hot female terminator (laughs) and uh so this next statement neve although i have to second a lot of what aldo said does call slightly into question about observing and copying and the the pain passed down because many of us would have grown up in traditional houses where our mums didn't work once the babies were born and yet time and time again Whichever way you measure it, women are more organised at work. Researchers found that when it comes to meeting deadlines or arriving at work on time, women have the upper hand while their male counterparts struggle to keep on top of things and often forget to return phone calls. Women devote more time to planning for job interviews too. I mean, where have they learnt that with non-working mums? 25 minutes more, they'll drill down into the detail to hit the proper talking points in an interview and starting the process of preparing for an important business meeting at least a day earlier than men. More than one in 10 men have been issued warnings about their poor organisation, Neve. So this can't be learned because many of us grew up in traditional households where our mums were stay-at-home mums. So where are the Absolutely. girls learning this, Neve? It's because girls run the world, don't they? It's changing. Yes. Like, everything's the changing. World? We run yeah, the yeah. world. 
Um, everything is changing. There's game-changing acts of feminism going on. There's so much stuff. Barriers are coming down, stigmas, and women are just standing up for themselves more. And I think we are, as I said earlier, incredible multitaskers. When you become a mother, you kind of become a little bit superhuman. You know, you can juggle children, a career, and everything that goes with that. So that doesn't surprise me. And also, we we kind of have this inbuilt feeling that we have to survive and provide in a way which was different, I think, before. Now women have to prove themselves so much harder because we are up there now and you can't kind of go, oh, women's rights, women's rights, and then not give it some. It's like, okay, the time is now. So I think women are in a different, totally different phase than we've ever been in before. But we're just good at a lot of things and very good <laughs> at maintaining that level of, of like high professionalism. I worked on a, a film like eight years ago, right? It was for Channel 4. And um, they what they did was they had all these disciplines like human sat-nav, a climber, dancing, opera singing, right? They had these disciplines. And actually, when they did this, they threw the casting net far and wide. And I was working on the climbing one. And actually, what turns out is that the majority of you know, the people who won these various different activities were all females. And those females had never done those things before. And what that show highlighted was is that women are exceptionally good at very like millions of things right basically women are exceptionally good at it they don't necessarily get the opportunity or it doesn't cross their mind that they could do it and for example the climber that we had on the show hidden talent was was i think you know a 41 42 year old single mother from the midlands who worked 20 hour shifts you know and and she was an amazing climber and, and, and it's just so it proves the point women are actually much better than blokes at loads and loads of things it's just they don't often get the opportunity and also I think nowadays you know like you come back to your statistics there is that that women have to prove themselves you know men have we've had it quite easy you know mm-hmm. we can we just need to tip up you know say the right things and and probably we'll get the job or you know we fall into the right category we get the job you know there's you know we don't need to really perform too well or too much whereas you know, as a woman, you do like you, you've got that pressure on you. Well, we're nearly out of time, but um, I I can't resist just asking a cultural question, given our three different backgrounds, and we've all grown up in different environments. Uh, Neve, did you grow up, grow up Sikh? If I remember correctly, yeah, is that I'm right? Sikh. Yeah, yeah. So you come from a Sikh family. Aldo's yeah. grown up nesting in Scotland somewhere where they were only taught about breaking the yolk of the English Imperial <laughs> Army. And I've grown up in I've grown up in like wide boy Essex. So I wonder if there's any sort of things particular to our cultural background that you think might be different when it comes to being more organized or how you approach life. Neve, I'll come to you first. I mean, there's obviously an uncomfortable stereotype around achievement of um, Indian, Bangladeshi and Pakistani children at school. So, I mean, as an outsider, they were the top children in in my school. They seem to be more organized and have a game plan with their education in a way I didn't. I think that definitely comes down to the fact that when your parents are immigrants and you move to a country that is unknown, the pressure is so high. And I wouldn't say that it was an enjoyable thing, actually. I mean, my mum and dad, when they moved here in the 70s, you know, my dad's a turbaned Sikh. He went through so much just setting up mm. a dentist, you know, his surgery and just trying to be a professional person. The hurdles that they faced back then were enormous. But what that actually meant when you're growing up is you have such a huge amount of pressure on your shoulders to perform, 
to to do better than you could ever have done because your parents want you to excel because they brought you here for a reason and I think also my mum so my mum's a stay-at-home very traditional Indian mother and for me that just made me want to go against the grain even more like watching her being super organized cooking cleaning doing all that stuff just made me go fuck I don't want to do this so like, you sort of rebelled just, against it. Yeah, I just want to get a husband who will do it all for me, which worked out really exactly. well. So I'm into Lionel Richie and men that do what I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> Aldo, I mean, there's obviously, again, a number of almost joke stereotypes. stereotypes. They're, they're fun... They're, they're sort of um, fun, fraternal stick-poking between the English and the Scottish, but there are significant cultural differences to the point it culminated in a vote not so long ago about we're so culturally different we wish to stand alone. Yeah. So I wonder when it comes to being more organised and, and you're in your sort of game plan, if there's a stereotype about Scottish parents that's different to like where I come from in the South East, which is like, blag it, see what happens, react. You know what I mean, don't take it too seriously yeah. and fight your way out of any situation, a sort of loose approach. I, I, I think, you know, I live in England now and have done for, you know, since I, was, since I joined the Marines, basically. Where um, did you grow up? Which part uh, of Scotland? West coast of Scotland, so Kilwinning in Ayrshire. And so, you know, I guess if I was to try and guess i would say people spend more time being organized with the things that don't generally matter so like <laughs> so that so, so like being organized with holidays being organized with cars or you know the next car or the next thing that they're going to buy or have as opposed to potentially spent you know it, being more organized with like yeah. like for me like school and university was never a big push or you know or, no. or having a plan or a goal whereas you know i as a person became very organized because I knew that I needed to be to get in the Marines at such a young age. But, but what about politically? I mean, you stack Nicola Sturgeon and Boris alongside at the time of recording, we're on the tail end, we hope of COVID-19 It's chalk and cheese. Yeah. I mean, we, we Nicola has a strong plan, super organized based on logic and stoicism and what needs to be done. And uh, and Boris is like, you know, lick my face, see what happens. Yeah, I mean that to me, it's like a metaphor for the difference between Scottishness and Englishness. <laughs> and there's a huge, you know, there's a huge hatred up up there, up in Scotland with Westminster, it's just so far removed from like even how I grew up and you know and, and where you grew up in Scotland is mm. so far removed from what's what's happening down there. But I, I kind of like politically, uh, you know, I very much as with everything else in my life, I've just kind of like, it's noise. Like I can't change yeah, it. Yeah. So I maybe just... it's just that Nicola's a woman. So she's better. Organized. I mean, if you look, all the countries that had female leaders were more organized in their response to COVID-19, Germany, oh, yeah. New Zealand, Scotland. Yeah. Poor old Nicola got dragged down because we don't, we have a porous border, obviously. So our infections are going to go across, but she was more on the money. Her approval mm. ratings at the top. She was like, stop waning. You need to stay in. End of press conference. <laughs> Whereas Boris is like, what about if we dance quite close to people, but don't actually touch them? <laughs> but there's, there's, a, there's a lot to be said as well for, for male egos when it comes to organisation. Yeah. You know, like we, in, in my line of work, having an ego will get you killed, right? But that same ego that you have, you know, in, you know, in, you have it. It's, no, I was just thinking in my line of work, too much ego, you also die just yeah. on stage while everyone's trying to piss at but that, but that, that very definitely happens, and I think you know there's a lot to be said for yeah. you know men. Men have the we have the ballsy attitude that we're organised and we're this and we're that. We're actually we're not. You know we put up the front that we're potentially organised, but we are organising in the wrong areas of what's yeah. important. Yeah. 
Neve, we're almost out of time. Uh, I've just got to know when you sat down at night, you're relaxing, you take your bra off, all women do. Where do you, where, where do you put it? Lindsay hung hers on the stairs the other day and we didn't talk for a day. She hung it as though to mock me from a stair rail, like an ancient totem found in a forest. I remove my bra and fling it at my husband's head. Oh, you fucking... That's all we got time for. Thank you very much, uh, Neve Spencer and Aldo Kane. We have organised jack shit on this talk about organisation. Thank you very much for listening. If you've come here as a, a followers of Aldo, you're probably just hiding in the bushes waiting to jump out and subscribe at any moment with lethal precision. Please do. And leave a review and then retreat into the bushes silently after that review has been left. Uh, if you're a fan <laughs> of Neve, also, please hang around. Listen to more. Neve comes back all the time. Don't just come for this one episode. We talk about all things. Sometimes it turns deep, serious and poignant. Sometimes we just talk about should men shave their balls. The answer is yes, by the way, gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening. See you again next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 